the Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got a lot to get to in this edition of the St. Louis All Local. St. Louis News as covered by the KMOX News team. Today is Wednesday, February 28th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story, the bus mechanic who found a noose sparking a bus driver protest says this is not the first time he's had a racial incident at work. Amin Mitchell Sr. says his co-workers were initially more upset than he was about the noose because he has dealt with racially charged incidents at work before. He details the first incident where he felt like he had to take things to HR. Our direct supervisor's boss, um, he called me... Um, a derogatory, um, a derogatory slang, which was uh, refer, I was referred to as a good old boy. Mitchell says he can't speak to how long his coworkers' walkout will last. Well, as far as um, the bus driver um, the walkout or whatever, I, I don't, I don't know on their behalf. Uh, it's kind of like a different situation. The Missouri Central School bus driver walkout has caused the St. Louis public schools to face dozens of uncovered bus routes. Sean Malone at KMOX News. The entire conversation is coming up later on Total Information PM. As you heard from CBS News, longtime Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell plans to retire. I'm glad he did it. Former U.S. Senator Jim Talent of Missouri reacts. You could see that he's getting more frail. Now, I I have not seen, uh, except for those incidents where, where he was... He couldn't respond for like 15 seconds. I haven't seen anything to indicate like he's losing it mentally. Stay tuned. Coming up on TIPM, Talent shares with me a memorable encounter he had with Mitch McConnell. St. Louis Police Chief Robert Tracy is addressing the number of accidents his officers have had lately. Tracy says there's no cover-up, though one of the incidents involved officers hitting a church sign and then supposedly leaving the scene. That didn't happen. When that accident happened at the church, an accident report was taken immediately, and it's posted on that date, and then trying to find... When we go back, we try to find the property owner, and that took a couple days to do. A KMOX follow-up. The St. Louis Mayor's Office is responding to concerns that crime data reported by the police department may not be accurate. A St. Louis University sociologist is questioning why the public doesn't have more detailed information on crime stats when other departments around the region have released that data. Jared Boyd, Chief of Staff for St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones, tells KMOX improving the city's website is on the to-do list. Chief Tracy has had to triage a number of issues in the department, and uh, when it comes to priorities, reducing violent crime has been at the top of his priorities. Boyd tells Total Information AM overhauling the website to provide better neighborhood crime data should be complete by mid-year. He adds crime stats are dynamic and numbers can change based on developments in any criminal case. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones in Jefferson City lobbying lawmakers. Most importantly, I'm here to make it clear that state takeover of our city's police department is not an option. Period. She's also pushing back against efforts to axe the city's earnings tax. The Missouri State Treasurer had to take his licks from lawmakers for advertising in an untraditional place. The place on slot machines and other unregulated gambling machines. Vivek Malik gave permission for Torch Electronics of Wildwood to stick on ads for his office's unclaimed property program. But after a House subcommittee spent two hours berating him for it, he withdrew that permission. One lawmaker said Malik's legacy will go down as making a mockery of the state treasurer's office. 
office. Malik says he was just trying to get out the word that the state is holding more than a billion dollars in funds and property that belongs to citizens. Torch Electronics has been fighting with the state for years about whether their gaming machines are legal or not. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois is making a plea to pass her legislation on in vitro fertilization. She says without IVF, she would not have her two daughters. You're not misunderstanding anything. You're not missing something. It's the nightmarish blend of hypocrisy and misogyny that you think it is. Duckworth says this is no longer a hypothetical worst-case scenario after the, after the Alabama Supreme Court ruling that embryos are people. Today, Senate Republicans blocked a bill to protect IVF. Firefighters dealt with high winds as a warehouse in Valley Park went up in flames this morning. Office manager Linda Johnson says important data was salvaged. Well, they brought out the safe, we opened it, and our backup's in there. So we're, we're happy about that. How important is that to the business? Extremely important. An excavator tore down walls of the warehouse so crews could get to hot spots. Metrolink expansion moves ahead. Now we know what to call the proposed new north side, south side line, which would mostly follow Jefferson. Today at the East-West Gateway Council of Governments, they unveiled the name Green Line. KMOX is covering breaking news. The Teamsters and Anheuser-Busch say they have reached a contract deal just a day ahead of this week's strike deadline. The union says the five-year tentative agreement addresses the issues which led to dissatisfaction, including a pay increase, improved health coverage and retirement benefits, and job security. The strike on Friday would have resulted in 5,000 workers at 12 breweries walking off the job. Anheuser-Busch previously said it had been working on contingency plans to keep the beer flowing. If that were to happen, this averages out to a 23% wage increase over the course of the contract. Each member also gets a $2,500 ratification bonus. It ends the two-tier system for health care. All workers will have the same coverage through the Teamsters, increased pension contributions, more vacation days. The Teamsters president says Teamsters make the beer, Teamsters make Anheuser-Busch successful, our members deserve the best contract. ABC CEO Brendan Whitworth says at Anheuser-Busch, we have said time and time again that our people are our greatest strength. As the news continues, St. Louis Public Schools are dealing with a shortage of drivers after a mechanic for the Missouri Central School Bus Company found a noose near his workstation. KMOX's Sean Malone caught up with the man, Amin Mitchell Sr., to hear his story. Take us through what the timeline was when you found the noose. When did you find it? Where did you find it? Okay, um, I found I found the noose uh, Thursday morning on, upon my um, initial arrival. Well, not initial arrival to work uh, per se. Well, when normally when I get to work around five in the morning and um, around like five thirty, you know, you change out and stuff like that around like by five thirty, and that's when you start getting to work and. In the midst of me getting to work and helping these helping a, a bus driver uh, get to her route, um, I was in the midst of looking for a ladder. And um, on my way to look for a ladder, I uh, uh, crossed paths and I walked past uh, one of my coworkers' uh, toolbox, and the noose was actually uh, sitting on the floor right in front of his toolbox. And um, when I seen it, I instantly just uh, I, I, I was I was shocked and, and blown away, but. I just I just took my phone out and I could and I recorded and um, uh, documented it and uh, I let let my HR know and it went on from there. So what happened at that point when you let HR know? What did they say to you? Uh, HR she um, directed another supervisor to come in just to verify uh, what I seen and um, and um, he he came in as well and uh, he took his own video and things like that and then I tried my best to just. Uh, continue my work, my my the rest of my day at work is as as the best way I possibly can. Um, it was tough, 
dealing with how everybody found out, all all of the other bus drivers and things like that, they found out. And um it just the emotions just went to the, went through the roof after that. So yeah. How were those people reacting when they found out about the news? Uh, everybody was a little bit more upset than I was. Um, the only reason I wasn't as upset as everybody is because I was kind of uh, prepped for this type of act. Uh, I, I constantly made complaints on uh, prejudice acts towards me and another uh, fellow mechanic, uh, African American mechanic as well. And um, the, over the over the, over the two month spans, I, I've made numerous and numerous of, of uh, complaints. I even had uh, a meeting with. Um, a corporate a corporate member of our of our company about these acts and and um this is what this is what happened after our meeting uh with a with a corporate member so you were almost numb to this then yeah i'm i'm super numb um um yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm super numb really uh it take it takes a lot for uh to get me um uh, emotional and so um the first time it hit me was uh the uh yesterday actually out of my sleep uh, cried in my sleep. I woke up crying because of how it made me feel. So up until yesterday, I was completely numb and just going through the motions and uh, just in disbelief, honestly. So now that you've had some time to process it, how, how do you feel about the news now that you found? Um, it, it's uh, now I'm angry. Um, I don't want to be put on a put on a pedestal as a angry uh, black man, but I'm angry now. I got time to I had time to process my emotions. You referenced other instances with you and another mechanic um mm-hmm. that you've been the subject to uh racial incidents and you mentioned briefly just kind of inferred that bus drivers maybe have been through something similar. Can you elaborate on some of those instances? Well, as far as like my first instance, my first instance where I've I've I felt like the need to where okay, let me get HR involved was where my my uh not my direct supervisor but my direct supervisor's boss um, he called me um, a derogatory, um, a derogatory slang, which was uh, refer. I was referred to as a good old boy, just for doing something that I, you know, just for doing my job. You know, um, if I'm doing my job, uh, I don't, I don't want to be called a good old boy. Thanks for being a good old boy, just for doing your job. And, and it's just, I'm not, the, I'm not that type of type of person you can even play with like that. So. I uh, made that that initial complaint because I just wanted to nip it in the bud. I, I just to nip it in the bud so that they know that um, you can't play with me like that. You can't joke with me, talk those type of talks, shop talk, whatever. You can't do that. So I wanted HR to uh, nip that in the bud uh, ASAP, and um, it continued. It continued. Where do things go from here with both the walkout and this instance um, itself moving forward? Well, as far as um, the bus driver. Um, walk out or whatever I, I don't i don't know on their behalf uh, it's kind of like a different situation because i'm first handly in it um but on my behalf i put it in i put it in the most high's hands um i give it to god and uh i just do my part i hold my own i i, I just hold on for the ride and um i'm seeking justice thank you so much for your time sir i appreciate it thank you I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for joining us. The Odyssey app is your hub for everything audio in St. Louis.